Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode I'm actually pretty excited about because it's one of those things that you don't think about, but it does affect your health. So what we're talking about is, is religion and your beliefs a key factor in your health and wellness? We're going to go over some stats, some scientific studies, and kind of the the current state of religion and beliefs and you know before we dive in i've made a couple podcast episodes about my personal religious journey um and kind of where i stand so i'll link those in the show notes um i will say just to give you a little recap i grew up roman catholic so pretty strict i followed all the the rules and i went to church every week and as i grew older i saw the more human side of religion that I didn't like that kind of took away from the meaning of uh, what the spirituality should be. So I am more of a um, generalistic spiritual person. I believe in a higher being and a higher power. Um, I still do love some stories from the Bible and some teachings because I do think that they have good meanings and they're a good moral compass (laughs) um i still listen to some sermons like joyce myers i love joyce myers i think she's fantastic she's somebody who um she'll teach the stories of the bible but she also um approaches it with a modern mindset (laughs) and she actually relates and the way she teaches things are very similar to how i may teach things she's she's pretty good i do enjoy her um but also at the same time i always say like if i find out that it's like aliens that created us or something or you know there's there's just this energy in the universe and that's what what you know drives us all like i'm i'm down for whatever (laughs) i'm here to support whatever so that's that's kind of my thoughts on things um not saying anything's right or wrong that's just me and with that let's kind of dive in to religion and health welcome to the tea with tina your favorite podcast where we talk all things health fitness lifestyle and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, so I am actually going to base this off of, I get a Fit Insider weekly email. So it gives me some insight into the health and wellness industry. And I actually love getting these emails because they have stemmed a couple podcast topics because a lot of them are really interesting. So this whole email was actually about um, religion and health. So I'm just going to read some excerpts here from it. Um, Losing our religion. So as church membership declines, religious institutions are fading along with important pillars of a healthy society like faith, community, collectivism, ritual, and purpose. So we kind of knew this over the past couple years. And like I said, I feel like we're just in a different era. Like I feel like I feel like after the world wars, it kind of shifted America into this. It pushed us into this um great era 
like and, and for those of you listening in different parts of the world, I can only really speak on America because I live here. <laughs> but it just seems like we're pushed into this realm of like, we're amazing, not in like a cocky kind of way, but in a we need to have pride for our country. We just went through two world wars. Let's bring happiness and prosperity. And of course, since we won the war, we made money. So, so there was a lot going on there. But with it, there was that religion revolution tied in there. Um you know, during times of war, when there's a lot of death, you almost have to have a belief in that higher power to get you through things. Um, oh my God, not knowing if your husband's going to come home or if you're a soldier in war, um, you know, is the world going to be here with the atomic bomb? So it makes you think about a lot of different things. And I could see why that rose and, and, um, Christianity, Catholics, they, they kind of rose up. Um, the traditions became more widely used by everybody in society. You know, you said the Pledge of Allegiance, one nation under God. Um, they put God and God we trust on the money. <laughs> um, so there was like this revolution of religion. But now, like I said, is whatever whatever happened it's just everything's on the decline like there's i'm sure there's some sort of documentary or um explanation on there to what happened but it, it, it's interesting though because religion in general um one book i read if you're somebody who is like christian or catholic um even if you're not it, it, it could be worth it to check it out is um searching for sunday and you know again this is kind of why i got out of being quote-unquote religious but in that book, I really like it because this girl, she basically goes to all these different churches. And I've actually done that myself. I've traveled to quite a few different styles of churches. Presbyterian, Lutheran, Roman Catholic, Christian, whatever. I've even did a log cabin church up, up on a hill on the outskirts of the city of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I've, I've been to a ton of different churches. I've been to ones in Texas where um, they speak in tongues and drop on the floor and, you know, are cl claiming that they're being healed. So I've, I've seen it all. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm sure there's still plenty to see, but I'm just saying I've seen quite a few. And at the core of it all, though, in, in that Searching for Sunday book, I really enjoy the fact that she talks about church isn't necessarily, oh, you have to believe in X, Y, Z. And if you don't believe in this, then you're wrong and you're shunned upon. And, and following these strict rules, and that's a, a lot of the trends I saw in religion, is people stressing themselves out, um, making themselves miserable because they weren't following these set of rules. Um, but I think church can be community. Church doesn't have to be in a physical church. She was in, in quote-unquote churches where people met up in... in um, a rented, you know, room and they all brought meals and they ate together and they chatted. And I mean, if you look at the stories of Jesus, what did Jesus do with his disciples? They got together and they ate and they spoke together, you know, so it, it can be a little bit more informal. It doesn't have to be so ritualistic. It doesn't have to be so stressful. Oh my God, I didn't do this today. So I'm bad and I'm sinning, you know, so that's kind of where I draw the line. And, and I think, the aspects of religion, like they were saying, faith, community, being in a group, there's a lot of community events that come with it, um, being just together around people, um, following a routine to some extent, let's not take it out of hand, <laughs> and also having a purpose, feeling like you have a purpose um, can be really helpful. Because I feel like if we don't feel like we have a purpose deep down, um, that can eat away at us. So, 
a lot of this is important. So struggling to fill the void, we're increasingly unwell. Now, there's a lot of factors that contribute to this, but, I, you know, religion can be one of them. Nearly a quarter of adults experience significant loneliness. 87% of Gen Z struggle with mental health and suicides reached a record high in 2022, which is kind of interesting. I was kind of shocked when I read that because I know there's the suicide fallacy i don't know if that's the right word but they say the more you talk about suicide the more likely it is to happen so that's why you don't see reports on it or people talk about it but it's kind of like a catch-22 because it's like if you don't talk about it how are we going to educate people or let them know that they're not alone you know but it's crazy to me that suicides did reach a record high in 2022 i have not heard anything about that and again i think they're just not talking about it because they're afraid more people are going to do it so that's pretty crazy but more than it exists uh, existential luxury research has linked spirituality defined as a belief in a higher power to positive health outcomes so yeah again you don't have to be tied to a certain religion or go to church if you just believe in a higher power um and practice maybe something whatever that may be for you even if it's meditating um you know you can have some positive health outcomes so spirituality decreases risk of suicide by 82 percent addiction by 80 percent and depression by 75 percent that's why i think a lot of the times you hear those people that are maybe big addicts or they're struggling a lot and they find religion and it helps them because it gives them a purpose and a sense of of keeping moving forward Religious people are more likely to report having support in times of need. Yes, um, again, it, you tend to be in a community, so you have more support. And even if you don't, you can still have that higher power community. Um, the idea of, you know, praying or talking to a higher power, having a conversation with them, feeling like there's somebody out there who cares, even if you maybe don't have anybody on the physical earth, um, that believing of a higher power can keep you moving forward. Devout populations smoke less, drink less, and tend to live longer. That's kind of interesting. I would like to see how, again, the world kind of pulls into that, um, you know, with the different religions. Because I know there's a lot of religions that don't allow you to smoke or drink. Um, but it's one of those things, uh, is it out of personal choice or is it out of more of an extreme where, the, you know, this is just how it is. This is how I grew up and I'm following this because I support my religion. Um, but the idea of living longer is very interesting, too. I, I, I support that. <laughs> um, but finding fellowship can enhance how we live, making us more likely to persevere through hardship and share resources, feeding a flywheel of communal well-being. Okay, and promising a non-religious path to spirituality, wellness culture reimagines ancient rites like sweat lodges, sound baths, meditation, yoga, and fasting. Yes, these things can kind of allow you to connect with your spirituality, and that's what I like to call it in the terms of the health and wellness world there are different um avenues and aspects of health and wellness and one of them is spirituality and i do believe all humans need a sense of spirituality and at the very core of it for anybody who does not believe in a higher power i when i say spirituality a good place to start i think would be with nature nature and space um you know watch a planet earth documentary <laughs> okay you will instantly get connected and you'll see i think just knowing that you're connected with everything living in this world is really cool and one of the 
I don't know if it was Planet Earth or, you know, a spinoff of it, like something in that series. It talked about how star matter, you know, we actually have star matter in us. And I, I don't know why I got really emotional about that, but I thought that was so cool that we have star matter in us and we literally are connected to things in space. Because if you think about it, billions of years ago, um, Earth was formed from stuff in space and, and there were, you know, the Big Bang, like all that stuff. How do you think we got here? We were made of stuff that was in space. So that's really cool. I mean, again, unless you, <laughs> your religion may, may not support that. I'm just saying like from a scientifical aspect, I guess. But like even believing that, saying like I'm a part of star matter, um, you know, I'm connected with nature, seeing the way the trees bloom through the seasons and the way um, birds just know what they're doing and just observing nature, which is why I really enjoy going out on walks. I love walking and just like I said, observing nature. Um, it, it allows me a spiritual connection. It allows me to meditate in my brain, think about things, even just going to yoga, little things like that truly make a difference for me um and really brings me a lot of peace and i feel like a lot of people are going that route if they don't believe in something or follow a particular religion another interesting thing to note by making once faith-based rituals about mastery rather than reverence we've erased wonder and awe critical components of well-being from our experience and i think that's interesting too um I do see this with some of my friends is that mastery aspect. And I don't know if it's just gotten bad within, you know, more recent years. But again, that element of all or nothing, the element of perfectionism really coming out of, well, I need to please God. And if I, you know, if I sin, I'm going to hell. And I'm like, but wait, aren't we supposed to be forgiven? for our sins um i mean i'm not saying you have to go out there you're not going to go out there and commit all these terrible sins and then just say i'm forgiven but like i don't i don't know when it came into the game that we're expected to be so perfect with everything and the second that we're not perfect it's like we're a failure i don't know where that came from but that's definitely been a thing too but um, a new wave of wellness offerings is rebranding religious pillars. So again, shift in the world. Faith. Okay, so seeking a new North Star, 60% of Americans have accepted new age concepts. And the astrology market is set to reach $22.8 billion by 2031. So um, astrology is a big one. I don't know if I consider that religion. I mean, I guess it is a faith in a higher power and you um kind of rely on it like oh when these stars are aligned i'm gonna experience this i'm honestly not super big into it um i'm not opposed to it but i just never got into it but astrology is a big one um i i never even really thought about that then we have community encouraging congregation fitness activities from run clubs to races bond exercisers through shared transformation and suffering emphasizing personal growth sanctums self-care festivals simulate sunday service um and all day running co-hosts running man the fitness equivalent of burning man um playing pastoral roles popular instructors like nike's chris bennett and peloton's Tunday, I'm going to butcher that, Oyenian, regularly preach about purpose, mindset, and intentionality, further blurring the lines between fitness and spiritual coaching. And yes, I will say that I see that as a trend as more health and fitness people 
um, take to teach more about behavioral health. And like I said, spirituality is a part of the health and wellness web. You might see fitness trainers, fitness professionals chatting a little bit more about it. Not on an extreme sense. They're not going to create a religion, but they will be probably talking about some of those things. Collective rituals. Studies suggest group psychedelic experiences increase feelings of social connectedness and well-being, offering an avenue toward rekindled collectivism. Um, So that's something interesting, too. The rise of psychedelics, I think, are also a way to get into spirituality when you consume psychedelics. If you choose to do that, I think it allows you to kind of go into a state of meditation. um, And like I said, you can kind of go on your own little spiritual journey. Then we have purpose. Channeling purpose through purchase. Consumers expect more from brands. 85% of Gen Z and 70% of millennials say companies should help solve social problems. And 23% have boycotted companies in the past year. Um, Yes, this is one of those things. And I think when they say that, I don't know if they necessarily mean small businesses. Um, I think they are more talking about like businesses that have a lot of power in the market and have a lot of money. It's like if you have a lot of money and power, you should be using it for good. Because again, I'm not going to get super deep into this, but we do know that a lot of the companies, big, big companies out there that make a ton of money are the biggest polluters <laughs> um, and they could be being a lot more efficient. It may cost them a couple extra dollars, but really... What's the difference if you're making billions, right? So I think that's what they're chatting about there um, with all that. Now, punchline, seeking enlightenment, consumers are adopting religious traditions a la carte. And while commodified uh, rituals are unlikely to provide spiritual relief, their ability to connect like-mindedness devotees could help us rediscover what matters. Yes. Um... So that pretty much wraps up what the article said. There was more in there, but it was not about religion. Um, But this was a pretty big um, chunk. So I thought it was just interesting to chat about how generally there has been a trend of... It seems like people are losing um, religion, but in a way it's also shifting and molding. So I don't think we're necessarily losing it, but we're losing maybe more of the old ways and adopting new modern ways so it's kind of a transition of energy right but that's also your reminder that some sense of spirituality in yourself even if you're just looking at nature and how you're connected to it and maybe taking up some meditation you don't even have to believe in anything i think that can help us lead healthier lives being a part of community it's going to help us live longer having that sense of connection and purpose in the world is going to benefit your health to in the long run that's the deeper stuff the root cause stuff that i think a lot of us are hesitant to address or maybe not sure how to address and getting it to the root cause is super important because that's one of those things that if you have that deeper thing that's nagging at you um trauma whatever something you repressed and you're doing all the right things and you're spinning your wheels and you don't know why you're still failing that's why digging a little bit deeper and uncovering that and doing the hard work the deep work can really truly get the ball rolling for you again okay so i hope you found this episode helpful a little bit of a different uh outlook on things but thank you for tuning in remember to subscribe to the podcast follow the podcast wherever you're listening to never miss an episode i release new episodes every monday and wednesday and again thank you for tuning in and have a good rest of your week bye